0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, and thank you for being here today. It's going to be a very transformational day. This episode is very close to my heart. It's something I'm going through in the process of working through it, and I just felt inspired. I heard this really great, um, Quote and I'll share it in a little bit, but I just got inspired really to do this episode because it just got stuck on my heart, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. So, um, yeah, um, it's gonna be deep, you guys, and it's really going to make a difference in your life if you take some of the tools I'm gonna share and apply. So, today I'm doing better than okay. I'm better than totally kind of okay. And I am struggling with some things go back to the last episode, um, which is actually part one of this series. It's um, what is trauma. And I talk more about what I'm doing because actually I'm recording two podcast episodes today because it's a part one and a part two. And I was like, I have the time today. I'm just going to get it done. I feel like I felt really compelled to do these episodes. So I was like, I really want to get it out there. Hopefully it's meaningful to somebody and they would mean a lot to me if you gave us feedback on this episode. But today is good except I have I actually cut my thumb just a few days ago on 111. So 111 was supposed to be this magical day and like all these manifestations and stuff coming true and all this stuff, but not for me I had bad luck I actually I was doing something stupid I cleaned a wine glass and I was trying to put it on the rack and it fell off the rack and I went to grab it and it broke in my hand and just sliced a chunk of my thumb and I wasn't going to go to urgent care because I have had injuries to my thumb before but it was a dog bite so it was a little different but I was like, you know, this might just heal on its own. <laughs> it's going to be okay. And then, kind of, when it stopped bleeding, and I was like, okay, time to go to urgent care. So I ended up getting four stitches. And this is the first time I ever had stitches in my life. I'm 36 years old. I've never had stitches except for like getting my tonsils removed. And um, that was an experience. Um, very interesting. Uh, it hurt like, like, H A double hockey sticks to get the stitches because the stitches part didn't hurt but what hurt was the um, numbing the injection so they actually stick the numb the needle in the wound. I won't get that's as graphic as I'll get but so I took the bandage off today and it kind of hurt because some of the blood had dried up and scabbed and so that hurt to take off. That's pretty much the only bad part of my day. So, pretty good day overall. um, I actually woke up a little earlier than I normally do, too, so it's been very productive. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Check in, message me on Instagram. It's just Tiffany Joy Bankhead. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode. Um, Any type of um, feedback you want to give me, I'm always open to it. And if you just, if you love this, please just message me. We also have the Instagram for the podcast is totally kind of okay pod. I think, or totally kind of okay podcast on Instagram. So you can message me either, either platform, either account. And this podcast you're listening to, if you haven't listened before, and if you're listening again, thank you for coming back. Uh, We're here to help improve your mental health after listening to each episode. We talk about real-life experiences with mental health issues and disorders. I I have done an interview that I'm going to be sharing probably within the next week or two, so look out for the next couple episodes. But I haven't yet to date do an interview on the podcast, but one thing I want to interview is people talking about real-life mental health experiences. So looking forward to that episode coming out and we discussed uh, mental health treatment tools you can apply to your life today healthy habits that improve your overall health mental physical emotional and spiritual and of course i share all my personal struggles and the victories i've had from being my mental health being diagnosed 11 12 years ago with bipolar type 2 generalized anxiety adhd and Marijuana addiction. So that's a little about me. Those are just a very small part of me. Those are just my diagnosis. I will say also I have a degree. It's a bachelor's undergraduate in counseling with a focus on substance abuse and um, addic- addiction. And I, so in my program, I did have a couple classes on trauma and a lot of the people that. Uh, We studied in this, like the substance abuse courses, had trauma, so that was incorporated in multiple ways. So, I do, I did a lot more research for the part one episode. Um, this part I did do some research, but I knew a lot of it just from my own experience. So, you're kind of going to get both of those aspects today. And this is a Part two about trauma, like I said, the last episode was part one. It was what about, uh, what is trauma? We covered the definition of trauma, what it looks like symptomatically in real life. We also went over All the diagnostic criteria for PTSD, if you feel like you've been having some of these symptoms, or maybe someone's mentioned to you, like, hey, I think you might have PTSD, you can listen to that. And if you feel like you fit the criteria, go see a mental health professional today. I also want to say a disclaimer, I'm not a mental health professional, I'm not a counselor, doctor, anything like social worker case manager nothing like that I'm just literally a girl with mental health issues quite a bit of them <laughs> talking about all those things and the treatments I've gotten and what has happened in my life since my diagnosis and even all of it I did talk about pre-diagnosis and how I led up to getting in the hospital I can't remember what episode it was but I think it was on suicide um I can't remember the episode. Sorry. And um, what else are we going to talk about today? This is part. This part's about uh, how to transform your trauma, heal from it, and how to move on. It provides a way to start the healing process, and I give you eighteen practical tools for that you can use starting today that are mostly free things to do so this is going to be jam-packed full of resources this episode I'm going to give you 18 tools some of them like they're very short things I don't need to go into depth about all everyone so hopefully it won't be too long but we are going to get into it and I do have um at the end I'm going to read from my journal entry so it will be something very personal that I'm hopefully you're interested in that and we're going to start with an affirmation affirmations help change our beliefs which is a big part of healing from trauma is changing what you believe about the situation that happened to you not changing it in like avoiding it or pretending it didn't happen that's definitely not at all what i mean i mean approaching it from a perspective of you know being able to reprocess it in your brain and um see it from a a more healthy healed perspective So the affirmation today is, I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. And we're going to repeat that three times now. I'll say it slow so you can say it with me. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. Okay, I want to start this off with this quote that I heard a couple days ago, maybe even yesterday. Maybe that's why I'm feeling so inspired. And it was by a top business leader in um, my health and wellness business. And she's been through a lot and she's one of the very top leaders of the company. And so I was listening to her talk for personal development and she said this, she said, What you don't transcend, you will transfer. What you don't transcend, you will transfer. I'm going to say that again. What you don't transcend, you will transfer. What you don't heal from will hurt you and other people. Not only are you transferring the energy from your traumatic event onto yourself and your everyday life and it's affecting it and again if you have those symptoms you definitely need to see a professional but these these are things that you can do today to start working through what you've been through it's a lot it's a lot to overcome it's a lot to process physically emotionally spiritually mentally for sure and so i i just want you to know i'm not trying to say that your trauma wasn't very extreme or was very minimal, that's not up for discussion today. We will talk on another episode at some point about levels of trauma, but today I just want to validate that you've been through something or you know a family member or friend that's been through something traumatic and everything you're feeling is valid and I want you to know that you're not always going to have these feelings and you're going to be able to look back and be like, wow, that actually changed the course of my life. And whether it damages or prevents a relationship in your life or it's getting in the way of your every day, daily life, your work, that effect of the traumatic event of you not doing the work on yourself, you not putting in the effort to get help and support, it's going to transfer onto the people around you, into your community, into whoever you influence online. I don't care if you even have a, a hundred followers, you have influence online, what you do, what you say, how you portray yourself. And I'm not saying portray yourself to be something you're not. I'm saying how you look to the outside world, it's going to, Having your appearance to the outside world is going to be affected by the things you've been through and you haven't gotten over. And I like the word transcend because it's like not only have you overcome it, I love obviously, overcome is probably an open, overly used term in the trauma um, environment. And that's why I like transcend because when you think about transcendence, it's It's a level that you got to, to where everything in your life is... Okay, not everything in your life. How can I say this? Transcendence means you become more than what you've been through. I think that's the perfect way to say it. You become more than what you've been through. So, transcending is actually, you know, leaving your body, right? Is the Um, When you think about like transcendent meditation, it's leaving your body. When you're able to disconnect your stress, your things that were traumatic in your life from the way you live your life today is when you have transcendent. And if you don't do the work, your trauma is going to trickle over into everything, and it will get worse over time if you don't deal with it. You may hold resentment, grudges, or even feelings of vengeance. You might hold back from achieving a dream you have. You may not travel to places or experience new things. You're not approaching and dealing with what you've been through even if you don't call it trauma, is going to be the person you are today. How, how you deal with it is going to be the person you are today. So how do you want to deal with your trauma? Do you want to transcend it and turn it into something beautiful, turn it into something where you can affect hundreds of, thousands, millions of people in your life because you got brave and decided to do the work and because of that you were able to share your message with other people, that's really what it's all about. That's why I'm sharing today. I'm I have a mission. I have a mission to help people bend through the struggles I've been through so that they too know they can get out of it. They too get some inspiration to move to the next thing, to wake up the next day. That's that's why we're here. And this is going to start, it's going to provide a way to start the transformation you need to overcome the horrible things that have happened to you. Now, let's get into our 18 tools. These are things you can start doing today to process your trauma. And I just really want to emphasize the first thing. If you go back to... If if you think you have trauma, listen to episode 26, okay? Just gives you so many resources, so much information. It's just packed full of knowledge about what trauma looks like, okay? So... If you think you're experiencing PTSD or stressor disorder, see a doctor. See a psychiatrist specifically. And if you can't see a psychiatrist without a referral, go to your primary care doctor. I guarantee they're probably going to give you that referral to a psychiatrist. And I hope you have resources and access to that. Like, I hope you have health insurance. If you don't... um, look into like state clinics and stuff. Um, even mental health hospitals have some um, outpatient programs that you can look into to and you would see a psychiatrist in that program. The next thing I want you to do to start processing trauma is don't deny it or ignore it. Don't disassociate Disassociating is a symptom of PTSD. Don't disassociate from your life because you're denying that part of yourself, that existence, that period uh, that happened in your life, whether it was one instance or it happened over extended period of time, it happened. We can't deny that. If we do, we're gonna go back we're gonna it's like you're in a sinking mud like sinking sand. The more you deny it, the deeper you're going to go into that pit to where you're one day suffocating and you literally can't get out of it and you need immediate like medical support. So the second thing I would say is just don't deny it. Don't ignore it. And by don't ignore it is very important. We're going to talk about this too, is don't ignore your feelings. You have, we all have feelings. We're human you have feelings for a reason. Sometimes you don't have feelings for a reason. Sometimes it just happens. Don't ignore, especially when you feel triggered or something reminds you of your situation. Allow yourself to recognize that feeling and feel it. Don't ignore it and pretend like it's not affecting you. The more you, the more you avoid and try to pretend like something didn't happen to you the less you're able to live in the present the less you're able to enjoy the people around you the small things because you're constantly working on digging out of the sinking sand you're constantly like you're not asking for help you're just you know getting worse and worse and more stuck and more stuck the next tool i have is to sit in silence and so, you know, I put that in order because first, when you're, you don't deny it, you ignore it, you might need to talk to somebody about it, right? So talk to somebody, but then sit in silence, have moments of silence. And this is a great tool I learned. It's, it's so this is like a two-part thing. Um, well, sitting in silence is one thing, but you can give a microphone to your inner thoughts. So, observe your inner thoughts and give a microphone to them, meaning allow yourself to say whatever you want to say, right? When you have a mic, like I have a microphone right now, you can literally say anything and it feels like the impact of expressing that feels very validating. So, first sit in silence, then The other layer you could do to that is giving a mic to your thoughts. Um, Set the mood. Light some candles. Do some aromatherapy. Turn on a salt lamp. Get some oil. Rub some oil on your body. Dim the light. uh, Make it a mood. And sit in silence. Uh, The other place. So, you know, set the mood and practice just one minute at a time. And just doing nothing for one minute. And try to work your way up to like five minutes. So first few times you do one minute, next few times you do two, and so forth. And just five minutes of silence and internal reflection is going to be critical for that part where you're opening up and you're recognizing how this event has really affected your life. And... Number four is to go out in nature and preferably have some form of silence out in nature. So go out in nature, whether that's a little hike, whether it's going and sitting in your backyard, walking to a park or going to a little pond or a little lake, um, going fishing, going paddleboarding on the lake or the ocean or wherever, walking on the beach. Whatever you can do, and it's even better if you have to take a mini road trip, right? That makes it more fun. Like you got to drive like an hour, hour, two hours to a place to get in nature. Like that makes it even more fun. So try doing that. But getting in nature is really healing to our bodies because of the energies and vibrations of the things in nature help calm the nervous system. And when you have PTSD, there's uh, one of the criteria is arousal or a heightened sense of awareness. And just being in nature helps calm and soothe that. And it works with your parasympathetic system to um, literally, you know, release the, the neurotransmitters, the chemicals in your brain that relaxes your body. So I would say that's very important to do on a regular basis. Even if you only do it once or twice a month, like definitely try to do that. And it can be as simple as standing in the grass in your backyard barefoot. So get out there. Number five is let it out. Cry as much as you can. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Don't hold back the tears when you feel like crying. Don't deny it or ignore it. Allow yourself to cry and just really have a a good moment, a good cry fest. Just if you need to scream, if you need to, you know, um, cry so much, your nose, you got to blow your nose, like where you're just like, it's coming out of your eyes and your mouth and your nose and it's just all over the place. Like, uh, just let it out cry. I love crying. A lot of people don't like crying, but I actually love crying. I I think it's one of the best things I've learned to do to help cope with my emotions. This kind of goes along with number five. Number six is sing sad songs. S- singing happy songs is great. Puts you in a happy mood. Singing, you know, rock songs or um hip hop whatever rap songs um that's all great that's all fun it's all gravy it's all it's OG baby that's what my dad would say <laughs> um so do those things definitely but also sing sad songs and particular sad songs i mean i i say that because those are going to be the really emotional songs so they help you connect with deeper emotions within yourself. If you are a person that can't cry or doesn't like to cry, just putting on some sad songs and singing them, I you you're probably going to cry and let yourself do that. That's great. Tool number 7 is to do a guided meditation or if you're already met if you already meditate, keep doing that, definitely. Um But for beginners, if you've never meditated before, I highly recommend guided meditations. So you can set an intention. And on YouTube, you know, there's millions of guided meditation videos, whatever topic you're interested in, whether it's stress release or you want to experience climbing a mountain or like, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many different guided meditations out there. Just YouTube it. Number eight is write a forgiveness letter to your inner child or to your abuser. This is probably a, one of the most impactful things you can do. You can write a letter to your inner child or picture yourself as you know, however old. But I would say try to picture yourself before the traumatic event happens. So, um, if it was early on in life and you can't remember anything before, um, just picture who you would envision your childhood self to be. And you can also write a forgiveness letter to your abuser. I think if it was a, a violent or a sexually um, traumatic situation, this is really hard, I know, but this can be so healing to help you move on. And forgiveness is something we all do don't deserve but yet at the same time we deserve it because we've been forgiven for our sins I truly believe that I mean like this is just my personal beliefs I'm Christian and I believe every day we get a new day to start fresh because every day we're forgiven of our sins of the past and we don't have to let that hold us back anyway so moving on with our lives is part of what we do it Part of what we do is moving on with our lives and letting go of things. Forgiveness doesn't mean you forget; you can forget some of some of the things, but you, you'll it'll always be with you. But how does it affect you? Going back to the transcendence that you don't transcend, you'll transfer. When you don't forgive somebody, more than likely you are going to transfer that on to somebody you love, and then you are going to feel bad. So try that out. Um, number nine is take it out, punch a pillow, do kickboxing or boxing, go running, go outside and scream, twerk, twerk it out, (laughs) twerk it out. Twerking can be kind of aggressive. Um, basically I just want you to do something to get, uh, the energy, the negative energy out of your body, whether that's, excuse me, whether that's going on a run you know even if you just do a couple sprints or um if you take a run through nature if you want to just beat the crap out of your pillow or maybe you have a punching bag like my roommate (laughs) my roommate has a punching bag she's like i just hit that thing whenever i'm upset i'm like yeah that's great i'm glad you have that um or, you know, take a boxing class. Uh, that's that's also something really fun to do that you can do. However you can get it out, take it out, let it out. I just want to jump in for a moment and... Um, tell you about a new thing I'm offering. So I don't do advertising really on this podcast. I have a couple companies I partner with, but I realized that I've had so many people reach out to me lately that I should be doing one-on-one coaching. So I'm going to start offering one-on-one coaching. And if you're interested, I'm going to have a website soon, but it's in the works right now. So message me on Instagram, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, or you can go to the podcast Instagram, totally kind of okay podcast. And, um, I will like give you more information on that. I do plan on doing workshops and a lot of things with the one-on-one coaching that you wouldn't necessarily get with a therapist or a doctor. It's more about dealing with goals and everyday life and balancing your mental health and what is that like practically like what does that look like so yeah I'm super excited I hope you're interested in that and if you are message me and we can see if it's going to work out for us Um, but one of the products I do like to mention on the podcast and if you're working up a sweat from kickboxing or Running these, this is really important to rehydrate and these electrolytes I use to rehydrate on a daily basis. I have one, sometimes two every day. If I'm doing like a workout where I'm sweating a lot or I'm outside a lot sweating, I'll have two. And I drink them every single day. I it has sodium, magnesium, potassium, and they don't have any fillers, dyes, added sugar, sweeteners, and additives. They are called element electrolytes, LMNT electrolytes. I have a link in the show notes that you can go to and get you get a sample box, get I think it's like 10 or 15 bucks. You can try all the the flavors they have. My favorite flavors are watermelon and raspberry. Um, And they're not like too, too sweet and you definitely can't taste the salt. So go to the link in the show notes and get yourself a box and you'll be happy and hydrated. All right. Number 10 that you can do to process trauma is journaling and people it's 2024 if you're not journaling, you're just not cool. No. <laughs> um, if you're not, journal- like how many times have somebody in your life or somebody you look up to recommended journaling? And it's for a reason. You really need to get your inner thoughts, your feelings out on paper. And I'm talking about pen to paper. Write it out. I don't care how messy your handwriting is, If even if you can't read your own handwriting it doesn't matter. You never have to read it again. Just get it out. Get those negative emotions. Get that thing that's clogging your brain. Get that thing that's clogging your heart out down on paper. And um, I just suggest doing free writing. So you don't have to have any kind of prompts. You don't have to... Um, have a a goal in mind, uh, you just free write. And you can free write for as long as you want, but I do recommend just starting with one to two minutes because that's really achievable. I mean, if you... 120 seconds, I think you can journal for that long and um, try to work your way up to like five minutes. I personally do like five minutes of journaling a day. I reflect on my day and my reactions to things that happen. And so I write in a journal pretty much five days a week. And I do my daily reflection and anything that came up for me that day, I write about thing, any kind of emotion I was feeling, any interaction I may have had with someone, I just write about it. And it just gives me such a better perspective on things. Even like, I don't read a lot of the things I've written. I've written in journals since I was like 12 years old. And I actually still have all those journals. It's like my most prized possession. And one day I will go back and read them all. But and just saying, like, if it's something you literally want to write down and throw away or burn, burning it's fun. Um, I like burning stuff. <laughs> um, then just do it. Like, you know, just get a scrap of paper. It doesn't even have to be a journal, it can be your kid's picture they painted you and just write on the back. <laughs> So most of these things have been free so far. I just want you to keep that in mind because it doesn't take a lot. You can do a couple of these today. Um, And we still have eight more things. Number 11 is talk with people you feel safe with and supported by. Lean on your loved ones. Your loved ones want to be there for you. They may not understand what you're going through. They may not have been through anything like what you've been through. But they want to be there for you. They want to be that shoulder to cry on. They want to be the person that you express yourself to, that you get vulnerable with. Trust me, if they love you and care about you, they want that connection with you. So pick people that you care about, who care about you And who you feel safe around so you don't want to pick somebody that's like going through their own shit and mentally unstable although you can talk to those people I'm not saying don't talk to those people but when you're trying to process your own emotions and and get validation from other people you're most likely not going to get the healthiest response from someone who's mentally unhealthy so keep that in mind number twelve Get involved in your community, whether it's volunteering or joining a kickball league. So just being part of the community, whether that's going to church and going to Bible study, doing a volleyball or a kickball league, um, volunteering at a soup kitchen, or there's so many places you can volunteer, like, you know, farms and there's, uh, hospitals, you can volunteer at hospices. There's, um, then obviously homeless shelters, soup kitchens, um, Kids, you can volunteer at, like, events, like, sporting events. It, there's just so many opportunities. And and you'll meet other people that have been through experiences like you. And you'll meet people that are healthy and want to help you live a good life like they're living. Generally, you meet a lot of really great people when you put yourself in those situations. Number 13 is hang out with friends or fellow survivors. So, This is different from talking with people. So talking with people, I want you to think about like sitting down and having a conversation uh, that's more serious where you can be more vulnerable. Hanging out with people, friends, is just, I'm just saying like, just get together. Don't have an agenda like I want to talk. I mean, obviously, you know, there's things you want to talk about, but don't be like, I want to process my trauma when I'm just, you know, going to a lunch date with my friend i'm not saying you can't do that you, uh, hey i've trauma dumped plenty at inappropriate times i i've done that and that's why i'm telling you like just be wary of the environment and the situation you're in before getting too deep and that is mostly to protect yourself because s- people might just get so uncomfortable. You don't like their reactions to the situation, or you might feel embarrassed yourself if you're not getting the feedback that you want for opening up and and expressing your most inner thoughts and feelings. So just try to have fun and hang out with your friends. um, And if you go, like, if you know people, like, Um, You can go to survivor support groups and if you're Christian like me, they have a Celebrate Recovery. It's completely free and there's people in there that have all different kinds of issues they're working through whether it's addiction or grief or uh recovery from a, a relationship so that's i recommend that um you know going coffee dates at home you doesn't you don't have to spend money you can i literally have this friend like we're gonna get together and she's just gonna make me a nice fancy coffee at home and we just like to talk so um what else where am i <laughs> okay All right. Number 14, express yourself through art. And this is where I want you to be the most expressive you've ever been. Whether that's just scribbling down a bunch of words, whether that's paint, like throwing paint or painting whatever, or knitting or crafting. Um, It could be playing music, just even if you don't even know how to play instruments. It could be singing, um, martial arts. Martial arts can be an art form. You can express yourself through that. Um, There's so many things. So try expressing yourself through some art. Number 15, write a letter mourning the loss of the part of you or your young child self. So this is very similar to... Um, writing your inner child a note, but that was more about writing forgiveness to yourself. This is about mourning the loss. So this is more about the grief part. This is the part where you let go and you allow yourself to envision what it is that you lost, what part of you did was taken away from you as a as a result of this trauma. And picture yourself... Uh, However young you were before the traumatic experience and picture, you know, the things they didn't get to do, the way they didn't get to feel, the way they've been held back and from their current feelings because of their experiences. Um... You know, grief, I think there's a lot of grief tied in with traumatic events, especially if it's something you witnessed or a a, a account of, you know, family or friend dying in a traumatic way. Um, It's just something we got to work through. And one of the ways you can do that is to write a letter that allows you to mourn the loss of whatever you thought your life was going to be or how you thought you would be. Number 16, be patient with yourself. Transformation and transcendence is not a quick process. It's not an easy fix, quick fix. It is ongoing. It could be a lifetime. It could be a month. It could be a year. It, there's no time constraint on the thing you're going through. If, if you have to just deal with one thing per month, like you give yourself one day to kind of do these tools and, or you just go to therapy once a month. Just doing that is moving you towards like, you know, maybe after doing therapy or doing some of these tools once a month for 12 months, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I've made so much progress. I'm overcoming, I'm transforming, transferring. I'm not the person that experienced that event. I think that's the most important part of transcendence is that you no longer have to be that person that experienced that thing. It will always be a part of you. It will have a very significant impact on your life and the way it folds out, but you don't need to be who you were when that happened to you. You need to recognize who you were. You need to recognize. The way it affected you, but you have grown, whether it's been a week, month, however years you have grown as a person and you are changed. This is something that kind of blew my mind that you lose about 80 billion cells per day so they die through autophagy or I forget the other one but it's like an elimination your body just gets rid of cells and stuff um the obvious way is you can you know see skin cells and dandruff and stuff that's um wait dandruff isn't your cells it's dirt Okay, never mind. All right, just <laughs> whatever. Oh, okay. So the thing I was saying, you lose eighty billion cells a day, but you actually make a hundred to a tr- hundred billion or a hundred to three hundred billion cells per day. So every day, your body is literally regenerating and renewing itself, and through that process, you will become a whole new person. So basically. By 10 years, because of your body regenerating your cells, in 10 years, every cell in your body will be different. You will be a whole new person in 10 years. And you will be a different person tomorrow from who you are today. So be patient with yourself. This is going to be, I hate using the word journey. This is going to be an experience. An experience that has highs and lows and experience that lasts for however long you need it to last. And one, one day you're going to look back, you're going to be like, wow, Tiffany was right about how I am not that person anymore. And I'm now a person that's healthy and able to use the th- horrible things I've been through to bring me power and strength to help me help other people and that's trans you know you transit you transit you transcend it you are not transferring the negative things that happen to you onto other people number 17 is to work out or walk I know not everybody has the ability to work out physically. Um, hopefully you can walk or swim. Um, but working out is a great way of reprocessing emotions in your body. And especially if you work out with like no noise, no like music or distractions, just working out is a great way to connect your mental health to your physical health and it often will help you process things without even really realizing it. And then that's why you feel so great after a workout because you're literally killing off, you're cutting off a vibration that was bringing you down and now you're elevating your your vibration to a new level. So working out is very important. And walking, walking is huge. I love to go on walks. Um, I used to walk my dogs like two, three times a day when we lived in a trailer. And even if you can only do a 10 minute walk and I recommend doing it in silence. Like I do like to do walks where I listen to personal development, but I also love to just walk, especially if it's like a trail or something or a park and just be in silence and experience, um, whatever you're going through. Number 18 is therapy. So, I already recommended therapy on here, but I just want to recommend, obviously, there's one-on-one individual therapy that you can do in person or online. Currently, we're not sponsored by any online therapy, but just Google it. They're out there. I I did want to let you know about Specifically for trauma therapy, group therapy is very effective because you're not only around other survivors, but you also get to get um, support and love, acceptance, validation, um, humor. And so many things can come from that group and you will guarantee connect with somebody in the group. You might not end up being lifelong friends, but you might be friends for a little bit. Maybe if you're even just friends during the group, but there's going to be somebody that you will connect with in that group. I guarantee it. And then the other type of therapy that's really effective for trauma is EMDR. It's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. And it's um, it's something that is binaural. So what it does is it works both the left and the side right, left and right side of the brain to communicate with each other. Because I didn't really, I didn't go into this in the last episode. But trauma is something that gets stuck in the body. I I guess I need to do another episode about trauma. Um, Trauma is something that gets literally stuck in your body, in your cells, in your brain. And I forget what part of the brain. I think it's like the hippocampus, maybe. Is that where your memories are? Um, so what EMDR does is it uses tools, usually lights, and they'll ask you questions and they'll ask you about the event. And as you talk about it, your brain is literally reprocessing how you're experiencing it and helping you gain more perspective on it the other type of therapy i wanted to share was art therapy so if you are an artsy person even if you're not art therapy could be for anyone and it it's not just for kids it can be for adults too those are your 18 tools that you can start using today to start to transform your your pain and your trauma into something better Okay, now I want to read you um, journal entries. So I I recommended doing journaling, and I was like, I'm going to do the thing I recommend. And for myself, I just sat down, and I was like, I'm going to write about my trauma. And I thought of a couple questions that I wanted to kind of reflect on. And the first one was, what do I need to heal my trauma? So I just kind of thought about that for a minute, and I'm just going to read you what I wrote. What do I need to heal my trauma? Acceptance of my feelings, whether external or internal, but probably both. I need people to hear my story and tell me it's okay. Validation from others is great, but I also need to validate myself. I can do this by labeling an emotion, asking how it feels in my body, and where do I think it came from. This will help me connect deeper to who I really am. That was just a little reflection. I could have written about that for way longer. I just wanted to keep it short. I think the big thing I got away from this was acceptance. It's so, And the tool I gave you was don't ignore it. Don't deny it. Accept it. I think that's, that's what they talk about in recovery. Uh, 12 step recovery is number one. You admit to yourself and to God that you have a problem and that's the acceptance, right? You are like, okay, something is not right in my life. We went over how it affects your life, but something needs to change. I need to make a change. Where do I start? Start by reflecting on what's going on in your life and accepting what it, accepting those things happening and acknowledging them is the only way to truly move on from something. You can't move on from something you're denying or something you're suppressing. I want you to know that again, what you do not transcend will transform. You, what you cannot accept, you will not transcend because the denial itself will hold you back, will hold you down. It will suppress you. It will tear apart your life from the inside out. So don't deny it, accept. And, and, you know, like I said, talk to people about it and they'll hopefully, if They're a good person and they care about you. They'll be accepting of you and everything you share with them. The next question I thought of when I was journaling was, what does my trauma say about me? What does my trauma say about me? And this is what I came up with. I have courage and strength. I am brave and can handle anything that unfolds in my life. It says that though some pieces may of me may be broken, I am still a whole person. It's shown me how tough I am, and yet how gentle my heart remains after all I've been through. It says I've been hurt, but I'm not always hurt, and I can handle pain. I've learned that life is so precious and so beautiful. I've learned that life is so precious and so beautiful, even after bad things happen. (laughs) Um, That was hard to... Obviously, that was hard to read. I was... I think the thing Okay um I think the thing I have learned the most about about terrible things that have happened in my life is just how much more how much more I actually appreciate my life the things that uh, the things that hurt me don't make me a hurting person. I might be hurt sometimes, but I can handle pain. And my life my life is precious and I'm valued and I'm loved and I'm worthy I'm worthy of the dream life I deserve to live. And God loves you. God cares about how you feel. God wants the desires of your heart to be fulfilled. God wants to forgive you. He wants to open, accept you with open arms and provide you with love and security and strength. And if you don't believe in God, believe that the universe wants that for you believe that things are good out there even though there's bad things too once you go through something hard if you learn to transform it and transcend it you will start to look at life so differently you won't take (sighs) okay (laughs) you won't take for granted the small things that people do for you. You won't take for granted the time the time you have with your loved ones. You'll be so much more appreciative of a sunny day. Of getting outside and seeing a bird singing. You'll be like this is the best cup of coffee I've ever had in the morning (laughs) every morning (laughs) no not every morning but these things we take for granted these small little joys of life we take for granted when we don't experience hard things and because we have if you have trauma you've been through something hard and I want you to know okay I'm gonna stop crying (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay oh I'm not sorry I cry, I accept my crying, I allow myself to cry. This is just the beginning of your life. You're growing, you're literally regenerating every day. How much longer are you going to hold yourself back from being who you can? Let me start over. How much longer are you going to hold yourself back from being who you can be? How much time are you going to wait till you forgive yourself and others? When are you going to let go of the resentment, the volatility, the vengeance you feel? When are you going to let that go? It's okay to acknowledge it. It's okay to feel it. But when are you going to move past it? When are you going to learn healthy coping skills so that you don't pass these things on to other people, your kids, your parents, your siblings? When are you going to take responsibility? Oh, gosh. When are you going to take responsibility for what's happened in your life? Like, really s-h-i-t happens to everybody it happens crap happens to everybody i wish it didn't i wish we could all actually no i don't wish it didn't everybody that i've known who has had a significant impact on my life has had significant trauma in their life how look up to those people Look for stories, messages that are inspiring that you can see how they've transcended their trauma because they are now using it to better themselves. They're using it to better the world around them. And that's what it's all about. Okay, that was very emotional (laughs) man i've never cried so much on an episode so hopefully i didn't sound too bad okay you guys take a deep breath with me inhale hold it hold it exhale slow do a few more of those if you need to we're just going to say our affirmation because we need to repeat these positive thoughts to ourselves. And today, I think this is really significant. We should write this one down. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. I'm going to say that three more times. Please say it with me. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. I can overcome any obstacle that life throws my way. You can do it. I know you can. You're so strong. You're so brave. You're so intelligent. You're so emotional. You're so valued. You are precious. (laughs) You're precious. Your life is meaningful. Find the meaning in your life, find what makes you who you are and choose who you want to be tomorrow and how you want your life to look. Thank you so much, you guys, for being here today. Thank you for feeling my emotions and letting me process that. Thank you for supporting this podcast just by being here, but please also rate this show five stars and give it a follow. And just know that our mission here is to support people who are in a tough place and need guidance. We want to help friends and family members who know people that have mental health issues. I want to teach people that have struggled that they're not alone and show them what they can do to get better. And I hope... You got that from this episode. Please click the share button. Send this to a friend or family member that you think could use some inspiration right now, or that's been in a tough place or been through something traumatic. Post it to your social media and tag Totally Kind of Okay and Tiffany Joy Bankhead on Instagram. You guys are awesome. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't have done today without you. You mean so much to me. You mean so much to this podcast. And I'm looking forward to the, n- the next one. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Bye.